still to come on the back half of this here Hoffman show as we've reached the, the top of the mountain. Now we'll skier our way down. Our NFL tiers in 60 seconds. Dave Johnson joins us from Madison Square Garden at 6 p.m. And then coming up at 6.30, our pal Mike Yam, host of NFL Total Access on NFL Network, joins us for his perspective on the Adam Peters uh, signing for Washington as general manager. Mike used to be based in the Bay Area when he was working for Pac-12 Network. And obviously he's been in NFL Network for quite a while now, so knows plenty of people who know Adam and kind of has a good feel for everything out there on the West Coast for how the 49ers have built that dynasty and what Peters brings to Washington. Uh, other than that, uh, we we get to our NFL tiers, Anthony. And uh, it was kind of interesting when we were setting this up last week. Uh, this We did this on Thursday when obviously you were gone. So Vic was here. And the the settings, if you will, are the same. It's just you kind of you enforce them a little bit more. Uh, so what winds up happening is we have our, our four... Uh, categories. We have prime contenders. We have puncher's chance. We have interesting but not good enough. And then we have no chance. And you wind up like asking the same questions. Does this team have a chance to win the Super Bowl? Nope. No chance. Like it would have to be crazy. Then they go in interesting but not good enough. Uh, then you have uh, puncher's chance which is you know like unlikely but I can see it. And then you have prime contenders, like, wouldn't be surprised if they wind up there. And you still wind up with kind of an even distribution of teams. But I think what uh, we're about to find out, Anthony, is some teams that might need to move. And uh, there's also some teams that we clearly rank too high. So with that, there he goes. Helps with the faders on. Not great. Not great for me. Uh, I, I actually honestly think that was, that was bad enough that that's a five. That's a five point. Illegal procedure penalty. Uh oh. On me. Uh, the good thing is on the fine board. Are we, we can, tied? We can take that off. Uh, we're not owed ourselves lunch anymore because Anthony and I got some today. Nope, you are still five points ahead. Mm. Uh, I have 40. You have 45, which means our total now is 85. And we are one really heinous uh, crime against the Hoffman show away from. Us needing yet another lunch. Mm. You hate to see it. You hate truly do, it. man. Head back over there. Let's get into it. Uh, all right. Start at the top. Start at the bottom. Uh, I think it's easier to start at. It's uh, a great question because we got a team that's at the top that belongs at the bottom. That is that is true. So our prime contenders going into last weekend were the Bills. Yep. The Cowboys. Oh, y'all had the Bills over the Chiefs? Yeah, with the way they've been playing offensively. That's fair. I, I don't think that was. It's not too, it's nothing crazy, crazy. But it's no. just crazy because the Chiefs have remained as a prime contender all season long. And then we get to the playoffs and now we want to bump them down. Well, that's the thing is off. like it's playoff it's playoff caliber, right? Yeah. The the lines get finer. I mean, interesting but not good enough. Some of the teams that we had in there were in puncher's chance or prime contenders for most of the year, but by the time you got to the playoffs, they weren't the same anymore. Actually, we nailed that category. Um get to it in a moment. We had the the Bills, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the 49ers. Obviously, the Ravens, the 49ers are the one seeds. Nothing changes there. The Bills looked fantastic. Uh, and honestly, even though they had a couple big mistakes, 
like if they played a, a cleaner football game, they win that game 45 nothing. Uh, and then there's the Cowboys. Whoops. Whoopsie daisies. Mm. I really thought they were different this year. And I I oh, realized you fell that for leaves. the banana in, Oh man. I did. I fell for the banana in the tailpipe. There was a maturity and a professionalism that they played with all year that oh, I, I shouldn't even say all year. Maybe it now now in hindsight it's easier to see because they didn't win as much on the road, obviously, as they did at home. Nope. But also they were at home. They had lost at home in two years, bro. And they didn't just lose. <laughs> they got whackified. Yeah. They got wrecked. Mm-hmm. What did Matt like what did Dan Quinn ever do to Matt LaFleur? I don't know, but we've seen a lot of open receivers. We saw a lot of gaping holes on the offensive line of the Packers. And the thing is, they've been susceptible to the run all season long. So we should have all we should have just been aware. Like the Packers are probably going to try to run the ball, and they're probably going to have some success. And uh, we didn't know they were going to have that much success. Duh. I it mean, they did it to him a couple years ago. The, exactly. Uh, always. Always. <laughs> like, every uh, time. The the Packers were just so young, and they are so young, and we're going to have to talk about them here in a minute. Um, but they are, they're so young. They're going into Dallas. At home, Dallas have played with, like, this toughness and this, this edge all year. And I fell for the banana in the tailpipe, and so did Vic. Vic was right there with me. Yep. I mean, I probably would have been there right with you as well, to be honest. I did choose the Cowboys to win the game, so. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. So, the Cowboys uh, are not prime contenders. Uh, I kind of just want to keep everybody where they are. Actually, I don't know. Because, like, I want to keep everybody that, where they are and highlight, like, what we started the thought of the, at the start of the playoffs. Um, and see how we did, as opposed to moving teams around. If that makes sense? Yeah, okay. Um, so, there's that. Uh, puncher's Chance. We had Chiefs. We had Lions. I think that we did pretty good there. I am very curious, obviously, to see how... like And, like, doing this next week is silly because we're in the conference championship games, right? Yeah. So we're not going to... We'll, we'll probably do the segment next week, but everyone at that point is a prime contender. You're one game away from the Super Bowl. Um, and we'll kind of review how we did and what we missed and what prevailed and what didn't. Um, it's not like we're going to rank everybody next week. So Chiefs and Lions... I mean, with the Chiefs... They played a banged-up Miami team, a warm-weather team in the cold, a team built for speed in the freezing cold, down to guys that weren't even on the team the entire season starting at linebacker for them. Pretty hilarious quote from Hard Knocks last night. One of the reporters down in Miami goes, Hey, Mike, uh, talking to McDaniel, obviously. He goes, Hey, Mike, if you look at the math, uh, it seems like you guys are going to have someone who wasn't here last week playing on Saturday. And Mike goes, yeah, that's good math. Math checks out. It's it's nuts. So, did did the Chiefs figure out their offense all of a sudden? Or did they just face the Miami Dolphins in January of 2024? I don't know. I it's the Bills are a much better test. Do I think the Chiefs can win the game? Absolutely. Do I have a weird, sinking, funny feeling that the Chiefs are gonna win the game? Yeah, but that's also just kind of that's what Mahomes does in the playoffs. He wins. Um, but at the same time, like I, if I'm tr- if I'm trying to take biases and 
really be objective about it and not look at previous seasons and all that kind of stuff. The Bills have been awesome since the middle of the season. The Chiefs have been pretty mediocre. I think they're both in the right category. I think we did, I think we did it right. I like the Chiefs here um, as well. And even in the game against the Dolphins, I wouldn't say the Chiefs have found, you know, the answers on offense because guess what? They're still dropping passes. Uh, I think Pacheco ran the ball 24 times for like 89 yards. That is something that I give Andy Reid a ton of credit for. Yeah. We know he doesn't want to run it, but he will. Yep. And he always has been that way. Uh Uh-huh. Always. Uh, Maybe not always remembered it in some big moments as some Eagles fans are screaming from back in the day. But since he's been in Kansas City, he's always been willing to go back to that that formula if he needs it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I liked it, but I just think they need to execute more efficiently on the offensive side of the ball because they're going to they're not going to be going against uh, Tua, who was shell-shocked. They're going against Josh Allen, who's been here, who's battle-tested who wants some revenge on yeah. the Chiefs because I'm, they keep knock, knocking them out of the playoffs. I am less concerned about the Chiefs' defense. Like, I am concerned about the Chiefs' defense because they're playing the Bills' offense. Yeah. And we'll talk about that more tomorrow when we pick the games, obviously. But, like, the Bills' offense is nasty, but the Chiefs' defense is nasty. Yeah. Like, that's that's good on good. Um, I, the drop passes thing, I think, is, is really fascinating to me because was Travis Kelsey and, you know, he's been more sure-handed than a lot of the other ones, but, like, he had three drops last week. A couple other guys had yep. drops. Was that because it was minus 1,000 degrees outside and they were catching a rock thrown at you by Patrick Mahomes at 50 miles an hour? is probably very difficult despite all the gloves and all of the things trying to keep your hands warm. Yeah, that has something to do with it. Travis said on, uh, on New Heights that, uh, what's her kicker's name? Harrison Butker had bruises on his foot just from kicking off and kicking the field goals because the ball was so hard. So... Have they figured out the timing and rhythm? And if they play in even a 20-degree Buffalo this week, like it's better than it was in minus three with minus 27 wind chill. That's really what I don't know. Like how much of it was weather? How much of it was Miami defense? Like what concoction made the Chiefs look alive on offense last week? Um, and how does it translate into into this week against Buffalo? But that's why I think they belong in puncher's chance is because I can't rely on that. I can't yeah. rely on their offense. Mm-hmm. Um All right, as for the Lions, we'll discuss them and everybody else that we haven't discussed and where they belong because we definitely had some upset wins as well. Packers, we'll talk about them next. It's the NFL Tears on the Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app. First, a look at what's trending. Dave Johnson joins us at the top of the hour. So much to talk about with Dave. The Wizards, since the last time we've had Dave on, not only the Wizards played a couple games um, between Commander's News and uh, those games being on the weekends, et cetera. We haven't had a chance to talk to him, but they've also made a big trade. Uh, so we'll get all of that from Dave live from Madison Square Garden coming up at the top of the hour. Continuing now with our NFL tier rankings. Again, a reminder of how they work. Prime contenders, no surprise if they win the Super Bowl. Puncher's chance, like, eh, we could see it, but it'd be unlikely. Interesting, but not quite good enough. Uh, kind of self-explanatory, like, eh, but like, no. And then no chance. Well, they got... No chance. We did our, our pre-playoff rankings. Bills, Cowboys, Ravens, 49ers uh, were our prime contenders. Obviously, we were very wrong about the Cowboys. Uh, we talked about the Chiefs at the end of the last segment, uh, which leaves us, Anthony, with the Lions and then a bunch of teams plus the Packers who and, and Bucks, uh, by the way, uh, who lost. So, uh, Lions, I, I think this is still correct. Puncher's chance. 
I think they just haven't they, like they lack playoff experience for me to see them as like a true prime contender. But they have grit, they have toughness, they know who they are, they play to that every single week. I just don't know when push comes to shove if they're a year away. And I also do wonder then, like, if they're a year away, are they uh, a year off of what they needed because they're going to lose Ben Johnson and possibly Aaron Glenn, their coordinators? And we've seen in Philadelphia how big of a hit that is. So I just think Detroit's kind of in a spot where they kind of need this to be their year. Um, But at the same time, it's going to be very difficult uh, because I don't think they're quite on the level of San Francisco, Baltimore, uh, and even even Buffalo. Yeah, I... I think coming into the playoffs, I would have definitely left them here. And it's for everything you said. They don't necessarily have a lot of, you know, championship uh, pedigree. Um, they're they're fairly young, and uh, they're just, you know, how would I like to? I think they are, you know, the OKC in 2011. I, I think they're Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. They're like the the up and coming stars. They're fun to, you know, watch. Yeah, they got Hutchinson, Amon Ross, exactly. St. Brown. They got some talent over there. A bunch of hungry dudes who are already good but hadn't even been paid yet. Exactly. So I, I think that's where they are. And uh, I think, you know, down the road, this experience this year, I think will be good for them. But this year, I, I don't think they're there just yet. Yeah, but I think there's a great chance they're in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Because um, I think they're better than Tampa. Uh-huh. Which we'll get to in a second. Um we we nailed interesting but not quite good enough. Bunch of teams that were good all year uh, or hot and then just not playing well down the stretch or came up against a better unit. Rams came up against a better team in the Lions. Uh, the Eagles and the Dolphins just were not the same teams they were when they were two of the first teams to clinch playoff spots earlier this year. Injuries matter. And I think with the Eagles specifically, it's a reminder of how much coaching matters. Steichen and Gannon were incalculable losses for them, and they did such a bad job of replacing them. And they lost who they were, and and I think that's like that's an indictment of Sirianni is uh, not only as a hirer but as a as an overseer. And it's something that if I was interviewing head coaching candidates for the Commanders or anybody else, I would talk about that. It's like, hey, I know your coordinators are your most important hire, right? Like. You, head coach candidate, are my most important hire if I'm Adam Peters. Like, Harris's most important hire, Peters. Peters' most important hire, head coach. Head coach's most important hire, coordinators. But the nature of success in the NFL means you lose people. You lose players because they get expensive and you can't sign them all. And you lose coordinators because they get better, they get head coaching jobs. So, hey, we plan on being successful. How do I know that I can trust you to keep consistent even when other people leave? And part of that, like if you're if you're a Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay, the way they've set up their organizations is, well, I'm going to also be a coordinator. I'm going to set up systems so that the jobs I'm replacing are scheduling and running some of the meetings. But at the end of the day, like I'm still the play caller. I'm designing the offense. We're going to have continuity. And defensively, I have a way of thinking that I know there's a, a, enough people in this league that can do it that I won't have a problem hiring someone. Like, that's got to be an answer. But if the answer is like, oh, I know a bunch of people and we could go this way, we could go that way, that candidate's done for me. Like, Brian Johnson is a very smart, bright coach, it seems, uh, the Eagles quarterback's coach. And he got... um interviewed 
where was it? Maybe Carolina. He got he was interviewed somewhere today, and he's been interviewed by multiple people. That's great for him. Like he's going to need a new job, bro, because he ain't going to be the OC in Philly. But it's also on Sirianni for letting Brian Johnson take Jalen Hurts to a place that Jalen Hurts wasn't ready to go. They should have leaned on that O line and ran the ball. DeAndre Swift was their best player when they were ten and one. Why didn't you continue to lean on him? I don't get it. And that's to me is like a head coach level thing that a lot of these coaches mess up. Uh, and that's why the Eagles are going home. Uh, and that's why they were an interesting but not quite good enough. And we nailed that. Uh, all right. That leaves then, you know, obviously Texans, uh, or sorry, Browns, Steelers, uh, goodbye. Nailed those. Then we got Texans, Packers, and Bucks, Anthony, who we put in no chance. Did we make mistakes there? Or were, were they good enough to win one playoff game and now they're going to face better competition and good luck, good night, we're going to be all right and not look silly at the end? Uh, I think matchups-wise, they got a little lucky. Um, well, for the Texans and Bucks, the Packers, I think them winning was more so a thriller um, and, like, super um, shocking. Uh, but they, they did play well down the stretch, so... I guess we can give them credit for that because it's all about, you know, how you're playing in December and all three of these teams. Well, I can't necessarily even say the Texans or the Bucks. I just think stylistically they matched up well. Styles make fights. When they get into that next round, let's see if they prevail. Night-night. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that actually hilariously underneath this hoodie, I'm wearing these, my Steph Curry night-night T-shirt, uh, the Curry brand one. Oh, wow. uh, that that would have been, been nice to just pop that real quick. Anyway. Uh, can like it's gonna be really I would imagine really easy to be like yeah we were right on Green Bay after this week even though what they just did to Dallas was tremendously impressive because like they're gonna run San Francisco who's probably a buzzsaw or this comment's gonna look really stupid in a couple days and we'll get some calls from Packers fans oh, man. Um, but like that's part of the reason why we did this it wasn't so much a disrespect to these teams it was like look realistically Am I going to pick them to beat? Am I going to pick the Packers to go in and beat the 49ers and beat, let's say, the Lions? No. So even if they won a game, like, they're not going anywhere. Um, and the same is true with the Texans. Like, you know, obviously, I thought they could win last weekend, but we put them in no chance because at the end of the day, they're a young team that's going to come up against teams that are significantly better than them. Mm -hmm. um, that said, if I had to pick one of these teams that I wish we had put in a different category, Ooh. it would have been Houston. I would have put Houston in interesting but not quite, but not good enough. And I would agree because I think if you, if CJ is fully staffed and loaded with ta his, his weapons, I think they're really interesting and might not be good enough, but I wouldn't say they definitively But they're going to be a pain in the ass. Man, they're going to be nasty. They so, get Tank, they get Noah. Whew. Yeah. No, I I definitely I mean obviously Tank is Tank is done, right? That's Yeah, he's yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah. So, um but yeah, like long term, sure, but in the context of these playoffs, they're mm -hmm. they're just not good enough yet. Yeah. But I do wish that we had put them up. So, Texans fans, sorry. Uh Packers and Bucks, like Packers maybe that like Texans Packers Bucks in that order would be the how I'd rank those teams. Uh, I think that's probably pretty obvious to most people. Um, but it, and then again, like I don't know the Packers. Maybe we should be maybe actually reconsider that. Maybe the Packers would be the team that's like if the Packers and Texans played this weekend. Who would you pick between those two teams? Yeah, I think I'd actually pick the Packers. I think I would pick the Texans. 
I'm Pat, super torn on that. Texans got a good run defense. I don't know. If That's they're, true. They're just as physical. So I, I don't know. I think I will lean Texans. I don't know. It'd be it'd be fun. Good matchup between D'Amico and what they got going defensively in the floor, and then what can CJ do? Uh, love also that. obviously. Yeah. Super fun to watch as a young quarterback in this league. All right. Uh, those are our NFL power rankings. Uh, that's the last time we'll do the tiers. We'll review them next week. But when you're down to four, everyone gets to be a prime contender at that point. Uh, but we'll review them coming up on Thursday next week. All right. When we get back, Dave Johnson joins us live from New York, Madison Square Garden, Knicks and Wizards tonight.